Hi, this is Lori. Today we're going to talk about empathy. Okay, empathy's been on my mind a lot lately because empathy is a game changer. And today I want to tell you that the language of empathy, how it sounds on a practical level, how it differs from sympathy and compassion, and how it transforms the connection. So empathy, what I've discovered over the years is that number one, I I would not have had a practice without knowing how to do empathy. Empathy is truly what gets people to soften and drop their guard and start telling you their stories. So oftentimes I will just ask a new client, tell me your story of what got you here today. Your stories are fascinating and I really care about not only what they tell me, but how they tell me the story. And just on a side note, that's a powerful thing to listen to for to people is mm-hmm. not just their story, but how they're telling you the story. Okay. What do they emphasize? Uh, what kind of language do they use? How do they see themselves in the story? And empathy draws out people's stories. It draws out their opinions, it draws out their experiences, it builds powerful connection. And honestly, empathy is a cornerstone of intimacy. I've been in relationships where there hasn't been empathy and it's hard, It's it has rough edges and, and I know I didn't feel understood or cared for. And, When empathy comes into friendships, romantic, parent-child, even in work in its right context, it literally is the game changer. And the language of empathy is, it's reflective. So it's, so Mark, say, tell me something that you did this weekend that you enjoyed. I went to a beautiful area down in Southern Colorado and I just enjoyed the scenery. So tell me what you enjoyed. Mostly the solitude. How did you connect to the solitude? Oh, how did I connect to the solitude? Mm -hmm. What was the solitude like for you? The word that comes to mind is just relaxing. There wasn't any stimulus. There were no cars, no noise, no people talking. I was just there with nature. And so you could hear nature. I could hear nature. I could feel nature. Right. So your five senses were connected to it. Yes. Yes. Okay. So for the listeners, can you hear the empathy statements in there? It's reflective. What was that like for you? How did you experience that? Uh. Tell me more. How did that feel? It sounds like. It seems to me. Mm. So it's, it's, it's not telling somebody, like if you say to me, I enjoyed the solitude. I don't give you a definitive statement back like, oh, that solitude must have been good for you, right? I give you a, a reflective response of, oh, the solitude, how did you experience that? So that because the goal of connection is to understand somebody 
right? And yes. empathy gives you the language to understand them. Tell me more. What was that like for you? How did you feel there? What were you thinking? Um, it draws out more information from the person, more of the experience. So as you were saying that to me and I was present to you, I thought, oh, solitude. Well, that must have been probably quiet or peaceful or restful. That's why you don't have to have the same experience as the person to connect because you start to connect to their experience. And empathy gives you the ability to do that. So, you know, I've often heard people say, well, I could never be a therapist because I didn't, I, there's so many things I haven't experienced and I couldn't understand that. Well, of course we don't have the same life experiences. We don't even have the same life experience going through the same thing, right? I mean, take sex. Both people have an orgasm, but they don't have the same experience of it. Hmm. <laughs> hopefully <right>. both people yeah. <laughs> do. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> But if you and I see the same car accident, you might walk away saying to me, gosh, I hope that woman who's on the, on the side of the road laying face down is alive. And I didn't even see that woman. Mm, okay. I saw the person in the back seat of the car. It's the exact same car accident, but we won't experience it the same way. And empathy says, I care about your experience. I want to understand it and I want to connect to it. It doesn't need to agree. In fact, oftentimes there's no pressure to agree because that's not the connection. I was wondering about that. If you have this disagreement, what do you do with that? Well, that's how it ends up softening the, the contact with each other in a disagreement is if both people are in a mode of I'm right, hmm. No one's, first of all, listening to the other one. And secondly, all they're doing is trying to prove their point. Instead, what actually dissipates the disagreement is both people being heard. Hmm. I once heard a quote that said, at the root of all conflicts, someone feels insignificant. Oh, okay. So they're fighting for significance, right? And then what happens if, if somebody says to them, gosh, you seem sad, or it's reflective, you seem happy, or you seem mad, or you seem, you're not telling the person you are mad. You're saying you seem. How you experience them in the moment. Mm -hmm. You seem upset, mm -hmm. you seem sad. And that gives the person the opportunity to then come back to you and say, well, I'm not sad, I'm actually X. Sure. Then you go, oh, okay, well, tell me what's going on that you're X. And then they start to explain. If you don't know the language of empathy, try to learn it. Mm. It will really transform your relationships. One, it's powerful to be the person who's empathizing because it's a form of deep caring. Mm. And it, it truly is showing respect. When you say to somebody, tell me what that was like for you, or you seem sad, or you seem happy, or you seem thoughtful, and they start to open up, you experience the fullness of the connection. 
Also, there's intrigue. I'm hearing uh, intrigue and curiosity. And this person's now becoming interesting. Right, instead of the rote questions that just shut it down. Right, or how I think that you're going to respond, or this is the way I'd like you to respond. I'm really genuinely interested in your experience. Mm -hmm. And it tends to draw out something more specific. Like when you said, I really enjoyed the solitude. Well, instantly I can connect to that. I can respect that. Mm -hmm. So then I want to hear more about that. That's where you say, tell me more about that. Tell me why it was like that for you. Tell me how you experienced that. Where it's an invitation. Empathy is an invitation to have somebody share. So it's the number one way that I believe people feel understood. And so much of what people need is just to feel understood. That's just, that's why it de-escalates conflict. Because intimacy is not agreement. You can agree with somebody all day long and be bored with them and have no conversation. Hmm. But if you are two independent people sharing your thoughts and opinions and experiences of life, and you show high regard for each other through empathy, there will be respect there. And here's the the catch though. We don't come out of the shoot knowing as little kids how to empathize. Yeah, I was wondering if it was learned. <laughs> in fact, in grad school, I had to take an empathy training course. Oh. It, was, it was my favorite class in grad school. And because I learned the language of it, I had always felt that I was an empathetic person. And I do think some children are born just very compassionate, but most of us have to learn. We have to learn the language. We have to learn how to do it. And when I teach people how to do it, they always say to me, well, that doesn't sound like me or that doesn't, that doesn't sound authentic to me. Yeah. Well, it's like learning any new skill. As soon as you start to learn it, you integrate it into your own style and it does become you. But empathy is what truly transforms relationships and connections. And it's so powerful to watch. It's mm. powerful to do it and it's powerful to receive it. It's very healing to receive it. So often people will, who feel understood, that's part of letting go. How can you really let go of something if you haven't felt understood? That's why fights escalate. Mm -hmm. You're not hearing me. You're not understanding me. You're not listening. You're just trying to be right. Yep. And when that's all true and happening, no one's being understood. No empathy. Right. No empathy. But you have to teach it to children and you have to teach it to yourself as an adult. You may feel it naturally, but you still need to learn the language. So in closing, I would just say some of the phrases of empathy are, it sounds to me like, I think I heard you say, it seems to me, tell me more, how are you feeling, what did you think about that? It's the reflective drawing out language hmm. that invites 
The invitation is the key. The person's expression of their thoughts, feelings, experiences, opinions. And when you're empathizing, you don't interject your own thoughts, opinions, and experiences. Oh, well, I had a car accident like that too, you know, (laughs) that shuts it down because let the person tell you as much. I mean, if you want the connection, let them tell you the details. That's why tell me more is such a powerful expression. I've had that with therapists too. And and I think when I'm sharing something that I'm feeling that they might judge me and their responses, hmm. Can you tell me more about that? I was expecting the judgment, but now I'm able to, yeah, I'm able to talk about my my deepest emotions. That's a good point. And even fearing the judgment. Fearing the judgment, right. And so when you hear, tell me more, you're right. It's, It's acceptance. It's acceptance, right. And that's part of why it transforms a connection. Hmm. You did mention empathy is a game changer. So the game changer aspect of empathy, and this is why I believe so strongly it is a game changer, is the power it has to transform the level of connection. Because in the reflective language, the person receiving it tends to feel respected, cared for, understood, accepted. And the person giving the empathy is calm and peaceful and present. Empathy is an excellent way to get you to be present. Because if you're truly drawing somebody out, you can't be making your grocery list in your head at the same time. So when people talk about practicing being present, empathy can really ground you into being present. Okay. And it allows you then, you start to hear yourself reflectively and you're drawn in and you're calm. Okay. So that's why I really hope people grasp and care about learning the language of empathy. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. 